Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now last week's podcast I did one and that was how do you deal with overwhelm. Now I was overwhelmed, um, pardon the pun, that I received quite a lot of messages about that. Um, A couple of people got in touch and they asked me about what happens if it's too late, what happens if you've already had overwhelm and you're in a little bit of a rut. And listen, we all get it, I've had it from time to time, it's a normal thing and I just want to thank those three people who reached out and asked um, the same or similar questions. Um, it's a very touchy subject, and I want to say I'm not a, a mental health expert or advisor in any way, shape, or form. So all I'm going to do now, guys, is just share with you what I've done in the past um, to help me get out of the rut. So it's a little bit too late, if you like. We've we've had the overwhelm. We just feel as though we can't be bothered. Now, I'm going to give you seven tips, seven things that I do to get out of a rut. But I just want to tell you a little bit about how you recognize you're in a rut. So for me, it's things like I sleep in. I'm a very, very early riser. I mean, I'm recording this at half past five in the morning. You might think I'm mental, but I'm up at five o'clock naturally. I don't have an alarm. I don't set it. And I get up at five, half five every Saturday and Sunday as well. Now, I'm not saying that to be a martyr. I'm not saying it because I get four hours sleep. I get a really good seven, eight hours sleep. I just go to bed really early um, the previous night. Um, But for me, I prefer to get up early. Now, when I'm in a rut, I sleep in. Now, it's still only six, half six, quarter to seven, something like that. But that's late for me. And I just can't be bothered to get up. I'm playing on my phone in the morning. Um, you know, that'll happen from time to time, every five months, every six months, maybe every seven months. Once I know that, that I'm in a rut and I can't be bothered to do anything, the first thing I do, so number one out of seven tips is you've got to accept it. Don't try and deny it, just understand it. So in order to find out a resolution, a solution to being in that rut, you've got to recognize when you are in that rut. So accepting it is the first thing. And again, you'll have your own quirks. You'll understand you know, why. Maybe you're stressed. You're arguing with your husband or your wife or you're t- unfortunately taking out on the kids. Whatever it is, you'll know yourself when you're in that rut. So the first thing is accept it. The second thing is find out why. Is it pressures at work? Are you just arguing with your partner? Is it money issues? Is it health issues? You need to understand why you are in that rut. Is it so much work you just don't know how to get out of it? You can't see the wood for the trees. Now, again, one solution to this is if you, you find out why and if it's to do with work is, is to sort of break it down, diarise all your actions, diarise what you need to do. And it's really important that once you've accepted it and you found out why, then we can come up with a plan to, to get out of that rut. The third reason is I think we need to reassess our goals. So a lot of the time when we're in a rut, it's because our goals are just far too big or, more importantly, we actually lose sight of them. So when I go on my rut, I sit down. I'm a very big pen and paper sort of a guy, or more recently I I use a a tablet of some description, um, and I'll just write my goals down. I'll have a look at what they were at the beginning of the year. I'll look at my quarterly goals. I'll also have a look at what at the beginning of the month I wrote down that I wanted to achieve for this month. And I'll have a look at, I'll just be honest with myself, are they achievable using smart objectives, specific, measurable, achievable or agreeable, 
realistic and they've got a time bound or a time frame. And I'll look at them and I'll say, right, have I overrated it? Have I tried to reach for the moon every single time? And knowing me, yes, I have pretty much every single time. But that's just the way I am. I like to push myself. But by reassessing the goals, it gives you something to aim for. You'll have heard Simon Sinek talk about finding your why, talking about your passion, your purpose. It's along a similar sort of a vein that if you can have manageable little mini goals and you can look at them and you can aim towards them quite often and, you know, every week, every month, every quarter, then again, that will help you get out of your rut. The fourth thing relates to that, and it is small and often. Break your goals down, whether they're new goals, whether you're just reassessing old ones, and just have them. And again, if you are feeling a little bit down, a little bit depressed, you're in a bit of a, like you said, a rut, break them down into weekly. You know, getting over that every couple of days, once a week, just hitting those goals give you, gives you something. It gives you that little bit of an energy lift, that little bit of purpose. It's a little bit like if you're trying to lose weight for a summer body, you don't, and you've got 12 weeks to your holiday, you don't reassess yourself week 11 you assess yourself probably if you're like me you go on the scales every couple of days and certainly every weekend or certainly every two weeks so those small and little often goals the reason behind them is that once you achieve them it gives you that energy boost it gives you that motivational boost so there's some real value and real impetus in breaking down your goals into much much more smaller manageable chunks of course, the other thing with breaking down goals very small is that if you veer off direction or you veer off course, you can pull yourself back. So using that losing weight as an example, especially, um, you know, for the summer body, if you like, um, if it comes to if it's a 12 week program and you weigh yourself after week 11 and you've lost you haven't lost a pound or you haven't lost much weight, then you can't do anything in that last week. But if you weighed yourself every week or every couple of days, if you veer off course because you've had a takeaway, you've been out for a nice meal or you've had a glass of wine or whatever it is, you can reassess it and you can get yourself back on track. So one of the big things I do, I said, is just I break down my goals into weekly goals and I make it very, very manageable. The fifth thing, and I touched on in the last podcast, is look after yourself. Your health is so, so important. Healthy body, healthy mind. And that is 100% true. The science is completely, unequivocally supportive of this. There is not a complete, there's not a, a reputable scientist, nutritionist out there that says something along the lines of, if you eat well, you look after your body, then your mind will be fitter and healthier as well. So in the last podcast, um, I talked about mental fitness, mental toughness. I'm not going to go over it. Have a re-listen re, uh, to that one if you, if you, wait, if you wish. Your teeth in and that'll give you a good idea about what i do but it's gym it's it's hydration it's getting good sleep it's eating well and eating good nutrition not just gorging on takeaways and drinking and actually it's cutting that the, the alcohol on the head as much as you can some things in moderation are good you know a couple of glasses of wine at the weekend but you know i know some people who are out especially down london in the city they're out four or five times a week that's not good for you. That's not good for your body. And all that does is it actually adds up and it helps get you into that rut in the first place. Or if you're in the rut, it, it makes it so much harder to actually get out of that situation. Don't try and be perfect is my tip number six. Understand, realize, and recognize that perfect is, is unattainable. It really is. Nobody is perfect in anything they do. 
Nobody's perfect in the way they look, the way they act, the way they perform, not at least consistently. So appreciate and understand that you're not going to be that perfect. So 90%, often enough, more often than not, is good enough. I'm not aware of a single exam, test, assessment where you have to get 100% to pass all the time. You know, I've, I've got friends who are um, consultants, who are doctors, you know, who work on um, some very high-powered jobs, some very critical jobs as well, where people can, if they don't do their job, people can get hurt or even worse, they can die. And nobody has ever had to pass 100% of the exams 100% of the time. So if that's telling you that perfection is actually not needed, then don't aim for perfection. So one of the things I do in my one-to-one coaching clients is when we're talking about how to write systems and how to proceduralize your business is don't try and get it perfect. Just write it, get it out there, get it implemented, and then you can tweak it and test it and manage it and review it moving forward. It's a little bit like you don't you don't want to get fit before you go to the gym. You just get to the gym. Just go to the gym, get yourself into some sort of state, and then you can get better and better and better and fitter and fitter at the same time. So when you're in a rut and you look at things and it's just, oh, it's too unachievable, it's too unattainable, I've got to be perfect, don't. You've just got to put one foot in front of the other and just get up and just get on with it. So do not try and be perfect. And the last thing is just talk. Talk to somebody. You know, recognize somebody else who's who you know who, who can help and just have a chat with them, just phone them up. There's nothing shameful in admitting you're in a rut. It's actually quite... Um, you know, endearing, it's quite um, vulnerable, you know, it shows your vulnerability side. It's actually, you know, a good thing to admit, you know, I'm not feeling great. There is too much stigma attached to, especially men, when they can't talk about things or they can't admit they're in a rut. I admit once every six months, I get start to feel a little bit of a funk and I need to go on holiday. Um, I'll probably every three months, I start to feel it, but I'm not quite in a rut. But probably it's a good every five, six, seven months, you know, it takes me a little bit longer to get out of bed, as I mentioned. I want to sleep in a little bit more at the weekend. I can't be bothered on a Sunday to get out, get off the couch. Um, that's probably the Sunday dinner. But um, joking aside, it, you know, I admit it every now and again. It's normal. It's human, especially if you work hard during the week. If you've got a business or you've got a busy personal life or you're a sportsman or whatever it is. If you're a busy person, it's natural to feel at some point that you're not performing to your best or you feel a little bit down and out. That's in a rut. It's completely normal, but you've got to talk to somebody about it. So whether it's a family friend, it's a, you know somebody who understands the situation a little bit better. And again, you find out and you sort of choose who you want to speak to. Obviously, you know if you're a boss of a 100-person company, you'd only be talking to somebody um, in the organization, you know, three or four levels below you, it might look a little bit, it might deposition de- you as, as the boss and the leader of the company. But find somebody that you can trust. Find somebody that's maybe gone through this. You know, YouTube's a great um, source of information. Read a couple of books on it, but get your point across. Get it out in the open. Problem shared um, is a problem hard. So I hope that's been useful, guys, on, on how to deal um, if you're in a rut. So accept it, find out the reasons why, reassess your goals, make those goals small and make them often on a weekly basis so they're more achievable. Look after yourself, get yourself mentally fit, more importantly, get yourself physically fit because that will lead to mental fitness. Don't try and be perfect, it's just not worth it. And the last thing is talk to somebody about it and just get it off your chest and you'll feel much better. 
So I hope that's helped. Um, I hope it's helped a couple of people that got in touch with me. Um, and listen and see you next time on Leadership Review.